Unique yet common sense opinions on sports. This is Jeff Allen Sports Talk. And yes, football is back. Fall camps underway, not only in the NFL, but for colleges too. And we will talk about the opening of the fall camp for the UCF Knights. Trace Troco, my colleague from the Nightline Sports Network, will uh, stop by and give us a taste of what's happened this week. He's standing by in the virtual green room and will join us in just a moment. Little uh, follow up from last week's podcast with my guest Joe Finger. We talked about the Minnesota Twins, and as part of that, we had discussed the, you know, how great a game baseball is, and that so often things happen that you've never seen before. And I even remarked, yeah, I might even see something in the next week or so. Well, heck, that very night, that very night with the Baltimore Orioles, Stevie Wilkerson. A position player pitched the 16th inning of the O's 10-8 victory over the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim that ended like on Friday morning. And he became the first position player in Major League history to earn a save. (laughs) How about that? Never ever been done before. And most often, position players are pitching in blowouts whether they're on the high side of it or the the low side of it is when you see that. But Baltimore had nobody else, and Wilkerson got the the opportunity. His third appearance of the season. He's a utility player, plays second base in all three outfield spots, and has an interesting nickname. They call him Dr. (laughs) Poo-Poo. But he got three outs, and... I guess they call him Dr. Poo-Poo because his pitches are like 56 miles an hour. I guess that pretty well works out in the 16th inning when guys have seen nothing but 85-plus for several hours. And, you know, they're probably dead tired by then. All of a sudden, this thing's floating <laughs> from the pitcher's mouth at, at, at 30 miles an hour less at least, if not 40 if they face guys at the 95 heat. That's <laughs> pretty funny. Dr. Poo-Poo. So, a position player getting a save. Well, the single MLB trade line has come and gone. Lots of interesting movement. So this year, as you are probably well aware, because it's been discussed a lot, there's no longer a second Waiver deadline in August. You've got one trade li- deadline at July, and that is what you—that's your team at that point. And there was more action given that there are no longer two trade deadlines. Over sixty players, I believe, were dealt this week. And some of the interesting ones to note: the Braves. Got to mention my team. They overhauled their bullpen, which was sinking fast. They had blown a save prior to the deadline that afternoon against Washington. In fact, I was listening uh, to the Braves broadcast on the MLB at bat app while I was at work, and it got to the bottom of the night, and I turned it off because I knew Luke Jackson was coming in, and I have no faith in him at all. Always gives up a run. And sure enough, you know, I checked back in like 15, 20 minutes later. Hey, it's tie game in the 10th. Great. And I'm thinking, oh man, pull the trigger on 
on a reliever and a closer at that. The night before, they had picked up Chris Martin from the Rangers, and then they add Mark Melanson from the San Francisco Giants, and they get Shane Green from the Detroit Tigers, an elite closer. So the Braves have bolstered their bullpen in a big way, getting that done. Their, their, their rivals in the National League, Washington, they also went out and overhauled their bullpen, picking up Hunter Strickland, Renee Elias, Daniel Hudson. So they they were in the bullpen. Act, that's pretty much what everybody was looking for. Starting pitching, uh, it was going to be a price to be paid to get a top-line starter to uh, change hands. So, for example... If San Francisco is going to get rid of Madison Bumgarner, they were, you're going to have to give up a lot of top prospects to get him. And that's what the Astros did. They went out and they gave up four of their prospects to get Zach Grinke. So they had Zach Grinke to an already terrific pitching staff. That is incredible. And, uh, Again, I think the the you know you it certainly was a big move. The Yankees did not make any big moves, but man, you had Grinky to that team with Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole. That is some strong stuff. So the Astros serving notice that they're going hard. To win the AL pennant. But again, very interesting stuff is everybody was uh, looking for a lot of bullpen help. And there was a lot of of action as far as that went. Happy once again to welcome to the show my colleague from the Nightline Sports Network, Trace Trilco, as... UCF has opened up fall camp. Trace, thanks for taking some time. Always good to talk with you, Jeff. So, uh, first week of camp underway, and I guess it's just that great to have that early excitement that we're about to embark on football season again, right? That's correct. We've been talking about it since spring ball, the spring game, and now we actually have football players hitting one another, or at least stretching for the TV cameras. They'll start hitting each other soon. So, of course, the, the still the million-dollar question is who's going to be the quarterback. We know Daryl Mack will not be to start the season. And uh, I trust Josh Heupel is still being very coy about uh, what his plans are. What, are you saying that he didn't reveal it on media day to all the assembled media covering UCF? Yeah, he's being coy. You mentioned Daryl Mack Jr. I saw him out at UCF in a walking boot. And uh, at the Friday practice, I saw Mackenzie Milton. Uh, walking, of course, with a leg brace a year ago, Heisman contender, sideline now by the devastating leg injury. So when you think about it, polls coming out this week, so you have preseason ranked 17th, considering they've lost two quarterbacks in less than a year. That really says something about the elevation of the UCF brand. Uh, Coach Heifel says open competition. Brandon Whitler, the senior transfer from Notre Dame, of course, the highly touted true freshman in Dylan Gabriel, Quadri Jones, the local product, uh, they took turns before the cameras and the microphones. All say they are going to be prepared, and uh, 
be an interesting quarterback battle. Do you go with senior leadership to the Brandon Winbush? Or do you take a flyer on an up-and-coming young prospect to Dylan Gable or even Quadrantel? It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks. And I think the opportunity at least lies there with them playing Florida A&M that they could get some snaps for Gabriel if they do start with Wimbush that uh, they will at least give uh, give the opportunity for the backup to get some reps. Yeah, and with the NCAA rules, a player can play up in four games now before the red turn is burned. So you might even see uh, Quadri Jones in the mix as well. And, uh, you know, in addition to naming a starter, as you point out there, Backup again, as I said at the outset, UCF now gone through two quarterbacks <laughs> from last season Mackenzie Milton and Daryl Mack. Uncertain timetable that's another thing, Coach Heupel, Josh Heupel has been coy about is the extent of the injury and the recovery time. But you know, if you're a quarterback, you're going to use your feet to be able to move around. So, not only the recovery time there, but just getting back into football shape and being able to cut and move uh, that may take a little while longer in the season. So an uncertain timetable for Daryl Mack. But, yeah, you certainly have to decide upon a backup as well. And each man is saying, you know, this is a tight quarterback room, that uh, that they're all for one, one for all. Does does that appear to be the out that, that case on the surface, too? Yeah, and I think uh, we've seen that for some time. Of course, it was really easy to say that a year ago at this time because uh, barring and injury is going to be McKenzie Milton job to start, so a little bit of a different circumstance now. In some ways, a little bit easier, if not for the Mac injury, think about the quarterback competition then. You've got Whitbrook, you've got Mac, you've got uh, Dylan Gabriel, so that's one. So really, you take a guy out to start things, and they do speak of being tight, you hear that. Of course, it needs to be a tight quarterback room and a tight team when you are 25-game winning streak to the regular season, just the bowl loss in the Fiesta Bowl. Easy to be tight and have camaraderie when you're winning. Uh, if that doesn't happen, if you lose the game, something that you don't expect to lose, you know, we'll see the resolve of the character of the folks then. But for now, yeah, I believe in all that they're saying. And you've been playing back a lot of the audio that you've captured uh, on the Nightline Sports Network uh, with some of the interviews you've been doing with the players. Uh, tell me a little bit about some of the players you talked to and uh, and, uh, and some of the, who has intrigued you the most and who you've talked to so far. I spoke to nine of the 18 players that UCF provided for media day. Yeah, about an hour. You are familiar with these sorts of events. It's uh, like speed dating. You know, you're going table to table. <laughs> Maybe you get five minutes in. I got nine of the 18. Really enjoyed my conversations with Richie Graham. You get to play some of the sounds from that on Nightline Now during the week on the Nightline Sports Network. We'll certainly hear from Richie, who's on several watch lists, as you know. Uh, we'll hear from him on all this episode Nightline number 196 that dropped late Sunday night. Also enjoyed my conversation with Otis Anderson. You know, I find him a bit of a wild card in this coming season. He can do so many things. And maybe you don't see it in all of the stats, but he can run the ball. Of course, he's not the prime guy that they're going to have to run the ball. That's going to be Greg McRae. He can catch the ball. Of course, he's not going to be the main guy you're going to want to have. That's going to be Craig Nixon, Gabriel Davis. He can do those things. He can return kicks as well. And for me, I don't think Coach Heifel and the staff ever 
fully utilize Otis Anderson. So it's interesting to mix it up with him and talk about the learning curve, the transition from just being a traditional running back. So I'm hoping we're able to flesh out some more of that uh, nightline dropping Sunday night. If not, I feel confident over the next couple of weeks leading up to the uh, home opener that we're going to share more of the insight from Otis Anderson. So those are the two that stand out in my mind from uh, media. And did you have your hard hat handy because of all the construction going on? The cabana's getting expanded, uh, the media room's getting expanded. Uh, lots of construction going on at, at Spectrum Stadium. Well, so much construction that an advisory went out in advance of Friday's uh, availability asking members of the media not to park where members of the media were instructed to park on Wednesday because of construction crews. So there is a lot going on. I, I remember while attending UCF, certainly in a different era, but the UCF stood for under construction forever, and seemingly with all of the activity that's going on in and around that area, they painted the Wayne Depp building. There is that new uh, players area that is coming up between the Wayne Depp and the Nicholson Field House. So construction going on there. The pressure cleaning inside the stadium, as you mentioned, doing both on the expansion of the post-game media room. They're ripping out aluminum, uh, expansion the cabanas. There's a lot of noise. A lot of cranes, a lot of construction crews, a lot of hard hats. Uh, and you've got the hard hats the construction guys will wear, and you've got the helmets that the players wear. So it's, a, it's an interesting convergence of things in and around UCF. Well, we certainly do appreciate you uh, doing all that coverage, and lots of it coming up uh, this weekend on uh, on Nightline. So we will look forward to that. Trace, thanks for taking a few minutes uh, to give us a, give us a look at uh, how the first week of camp's been going. Certainly, and a couple more weeks before that home opener on the 29th. So anytime you want to talk to UCF football, you know how to get a hold of me. And you can catch all of Trace's coverage on the Nightline Sports Network. Follow on Twitter as well, at UCF underscore Nightline, to get the latest. And uh, you can also check out my AAC reports. As we start to kick into football season, I'll be doing some previews team-by-team of all the schools in the Americans, so make sure you check that out. Trace, incidentally, had uh, on on Twitter uh, dropped some video of Mackenzie Milton walking across the practice field, and, um, you know, he is walking, but it's 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 a huge limp, and I know his desire to come back and play next season is is his goal, and again, we certainly wish McKenzie all the best, and it's 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 going to be it's going to be miraculous if he's able to do it. I mean, it's going to be something a, a miracle of epic proportions, I think. And again, as I mentioned uh, previously, I wouldn't bet against him, but uh, again, it is a it's going to be a tall order, nonetheless. And with that. We are done here. Thanks for listening to Jeff Allen Sports Talk. Follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff Allen underscore 88, on Facebook at Jeff Allen 88, and the website JeffAllenSportsTalk.com. And you can reach out to the show anytime by email, JeffAllenSportsTalk at gmail.com. Jeff Allen Sports Talk is brought to you exclusively by Kramer's Salve for Dogs. 
Kramer Salve is a safe and natural approach to help your best friend live an itch-free life. It's made from the finest ingredients so it stops itching, heals hot spots, and painful inflamed skin. Kramer Salve contains a proprietary blend of neem, an ingredient known for its healing properties. A 4-ounce 6-month supply, including shipping, is just $30, and the 2-ounce 3-month supply, including shipping, is only $20. Help your dog end the itch and hot spot cycle. Order today at KramerSalve.net. That's K-R-A-M-E-R-S-A-L-V-E dot net.